You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall, here with my co-host, Dan Shifo. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Another Thanks. one. This is 59? This is 60. 60. This is 60. I can't the count. I'm, six- I'm, never, I'm never good with, I'm good no, with words, not good. numbers. I've never made... Uh, yeah, number. this is 60. Welcome. Unbelievable. I, yeah, I know. It. Welcome to episode 60, everyone. Thanks for being faithful listeners, as you Thank always you. are. It's been quite a journey. Uh, we're here with two special guests. We've got on my right, Bonsai Plant. The Bonsai yeah. Plant. <laughs> the Bonsai Plant, um, if you are an old listener of the podcast, the, the Bonsai Plant uh, was in it, one of the earlier ones. Or, or if, if, if it wasn't, I remember yeah. it was part of it because um, I remember like we came over for one of the earlier plants. And you were like, That's oh, right. I just got the Bonsai. You got it coming off one of your tours. Is that right? No. My- I remember when you got it, but I can't. You're like, oh, it I just got the coinc- It would have co- coincided with that, but my mom bought it for me for Christmas. Maybe that was it. <laughs> because she said, look, this is a great plant. Like, you only need to water it once a month. You won't kill it. So... And, and it's still alive. It's still alive. I mean, I went on I went on a six-week tour. It didn't get any water that whole time, and it's, it has survived. It so. looks nice it's and flourishing. <laughs> it, is, it is flourishing. The bonsai plant has survived throughout the length of this podcast. Yeah, it is a hardy plant. It, it is really following is. its dreams, <laughs> just like we are here. It's blooming. So, it really is. I wish I could. I, I wish, there's really there's leaves. It's a you know if if you saw any plant that is in my house, uh, I have a black thumb. My wife has a black thumb. Oh, both um, of you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We don't have plants. Well, we do. Yeah, that's not pretty. But I'm sorry. That was the first special guest. Who, was, who is the spe- the second special guest? The second special guest and probably more interesting special guest. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> is my good friend Zach Andrews. Uh, we he's also a musician, worship yeah. leader, and we just finished up a weekend of recording his new EP that yeah. will hopefully be coming out next summer. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. That's the goal. So yeah, it's been an uh, it's been a busy weekend, but a fun weekend, productive weekend. So, yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Fun, busy, and productive. I'm jealous that like yeah, you guys have been like rocking out. That you're like you know it's kind of like rocking out the whole time and getting in, but uh, yeah, you just uh, but but now you're mm-hmm. you're all your you know. All your hard work is finished. Yeah. It's yeah. all, it sounds great. We heard it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, I think it's great. I know my wife enjoy, you know, enjoy, I, I, I thought, and, and what are you doing? You know, you are taking an idea you heard, taking songs you heard and you're taking that next step and putting it out and, and you know, recording it. And I mean, you know, just, I guess the, the birth of the song where, you know, you could have, you know, wherever you wrote it, wherever, wherever the idea was from and now you're recording it and, and and taking that next step and it's going to be even further. I guess, I guess yeah. Could, could you speak on that? Just kind of the yeah, evolution definitely. of of all that and and how that could pertain yeah. to anybody else who, you know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think uh, for a musician, anytime you uh, sit down and think about what you want to accomplish, um, there's a lot of things racing through your mind because uh, you. Um, I think each musician and artist takes pride in what they do, but they also take they let the things around them speak to them. So that's a, that's a big aspect that I'm learning even as a also, young artist, like uh, whether it's family, whether it's yeah. creation, whether it's uh, your job, what things of things that, that, that make who you are. Um, I think when you reflect on those 
aspects. That's what kind of drives that. So it's been interesting just to see that unfold. And uh, yeah, it's, it's neat to watch that unfold. So what's it like just to, um, I guess for anybody, it, and it's hard. We've talked about it so many times on the podcast, just with people um, who, um, you know, your own, your ideas are almost you're, they almost hold on to all their ideas and they, you know what I'm saying? But like, mm. I, I, it sounds great. Like I, like I said, with what we heard, um, just, I, I guess for anybody who like, it, it's almost, and I was thinking, I was even thinking about your studio too, Ben, mm-hmm. in the sense that like what you do is so good and, and your mute and, and your work is so good and so high quality. And, and what you did was like, you're sharing it with the world where like someone might need your studio. Someone might need to record and they might not even know it's out there. Same thing with like your music or anybody else's idea. Like I might have a, I don't have a song, but like I might have a song in me that could come out and like, I don't even know it. Like I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah. And like, maybe I'm perfecting but like maybe the whole world needs to hear it. Like, I guess, can you, can you speak on just, um, and I, I think the same thing about your studio, but like, it's incredible. Uh, you know, you, it's been proven in the sense that like your nail, the mix is number two, two times, um, you know, and, and with your work and your songs sound great. And this is your second EP. Mm-hmm. Um, you're releasing it to the world, you know, and, yeah. and there might be, and, and for what we heard, it was amazing. Um, there, and I'm, without a doubt, like I, I know it'll help and affect someone. I get, yeah. Like releasing all of that to the world and, and you yeah. know, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of scary sometimes. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like sure there's certain seasons, it, seasons that you go through life mm-hmm. where you're either you're keeping a diary or you're creating a song or just your own personal life. Sure. Um, I think about people that write all these great novels and people that have these inspirations and often, I often wonder like if you're a good reader, if you like reading, yeah, whatever, yeah. um, you think about some of these great um, people that sit down and write a book. I'm like, holy mackerel, I'm only writing a song. I can't imagine sure, sure. writing a full biography yeah, or yeah, book, right. like spending years perfecting one book and then releasing it to, out to the th- out to the public. So it's it's interesting to watch that unfold. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that the thing that's unique about it is the fact that when you have that inspiration to do that, it's like your voice going out. And I, I think that's what connects people in community is when we speak up and we voice who we are and what we're about. You know, um, I don't think any person is supposed to be a, a lonely, lonely Island, you know, sure. no man's an Island as they say. Right. So I think when you express your thoughts, um, in the right manner, I believe that they can be an encouraging to the people around you. Um, we're not meant just, to do life alone. In sure. Sense. So just to kind of cool. build up people. Yeah, in that definitely. Sense. I, I think that's how we, that's how we form even our own futures. Right. We learn from other people and it's just kind of cool to just to express that through music and, uh, live performances. What do you so. say to those people with a guitar and they got, you know, uh, they have all these songs they're working on and all these, you know, and, and like they want to do it, but they're kind of like dipping their toe in the water. Like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, but, but like you hear it and you're like, wow, this is really good. Like, what do you say to, to that person who, uh, you know, that musician out there who has those aspirations, but definitely I, I, I would encourage them just to keep on, you know, yeah. um, find the right people that encourage you as well. Um, that speak into your life and that don't drain your life because yeah, right, there's right. plenty of people out there like sure. that, but find people that would really encourage you what your vision, what your dream is and what you're doing. Cause I think that mm-hmm. there are people out there that genuinely want to see you succeed. Sure. And there's other people oh, yeah. that don't. So, um, Ben, you've probably that. experienced that with the production side as well too. Not just the music side, because um, there's just that, that aspect of 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 gaining knowledge and becoming more knowledgeable in what you're doing in your craft. Sure. Um, so I feel like that's uh, that's always there. Um, yeah, it's interesting to 
watch people, like I said earlier, how to watch things unfold and see how. And no matter what you're doing, you have to, you kind of go through that uh, process of uh, just be encouraging yourself and being willing to kind of throw yourself out there. I mean, it's the same thing with production with me, you know, like for a long time, like you, you want to do something, but um, the thought with production is, you know, am I getting good enough tones? Is is this good enough? It's like a daunting task. <laughs> it is a daunting task. But I think and, in that and sense, like you don't know how good you are, and that's you know what I'm saying. Like oh, I don't right. know about this. Like you expect so much. It, not you, but like anybody, you know. Like sometimes if you're doing something or working on a craft, you don't know. You know, oh man, about your tone. And and I can completely agree with that. Sometimes people don't know how good they are at yeah. it, and they're still trying to perfect it. And sometimes that never gets out. And sometimes they keep holding on to it. Does that make yeah, sense? It mm-hmm. does. I, yeah. I think the thing about production. It's interesting because like I'm I kind of am more drawn to this than even like being an artist currently but with production there's an added level I think of risk because not only am I like taking my you know my reputation in my own hands but like somebody else's too like sure yeah, absolutely somebody has to trust me to like make them sound good like but isn't that like that's a lot of pressure I no I, I totally <laughs> agree like isn't yeah. but like I don't know. I, I know how I am in terms of like, you know, doing stories for the AP or doing like, di- you know, different games and different, you know, stuff that's going to be released worldwide. Like you almost, I guess you almost take on that pressure and enjoy it at yeah. the same time, you know, and, you and like, like you said, sure, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. And you feed on getting it right and getting mm-hmm. it perfect. Um, it's not easy, but you feed on, you feed on that pressure and you feed on, you know, and it, it's good pressure. I right. think, I think pressure can be good sometimes. Yeah. I th- creates diamonds, oh, right? Absolutely. I mean, pressure is always a good thing as long as you can balance like the right amount of it. Sure. Like too much pressure, or a project that's too far beyond your ability, it's going to crush you. Yeah. But if you have zero pressure, like you're, you're not going to be motivating yourself to, to reach those new levels that you're capable of. Well, like, especially if you are capable of it. Yeah, and absolutely. you are, you know, like some people don't think they're, and I'm like, dude, like you're fine. I think the best analogy is like weightlifting or anything physical because yeah. without, <laughs> without, I do like, a lot of that. It's yeah. kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, even if it's not weightlifting, but any kind of sport, like you have to push yourself beyond like the level that you are. Well, to if I was benching 300 pounds, I get crushed. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. The bar would yeah. me, and I would, yeah, yeah. The cool thing about you know me working with Zach is. um like we have such great chemistry and camaraderie too. And we're both kind of reaching out and pursuing our dreams and sure. we're helping each other. Like our, our goals kind of co-align with that. Like he wants to release music. Sure. I want to help people sound good. Yeah. And yeah. It just yeah. kind of lines up. Good. And that's kind of almost like what I even said earlier. Just the fact that when you find other people that are around you that can help you pursue your dreams, you reach out to them. Sure. Um, I'm reading a book right now. It's um, <clears throat> by Chip Ingram, and it's talking talking about. It's good. the title is called "Good to Great," and he talks about in one chapter in there, talks about how if you're pursuing a dream, you need to find people that can definitely inspire you to reach that goal. Sure. Find people around you that that um, can speak into your life because you can try to do things by yourself, but I don't think that's yeah, the best formula. I mean, there's there's sure. some cases where people are very successful in what they do, but I feel like it takes it takes people here and there in different seasons of your life to speak into you to to encourage you to 
hone your craft to say, hey, you should cut this out and add this. Or, yeah. you know, um, it's interesting just to watch that all kind of mold together because I think the biggest reminder is our past. We don't yeah, hold yeah. on to the past, but we look at the past and think, man, 10 years ago, I was doing this, but now I'm right. doing this. And it's neat to watch that journey unfold. How far it's you cool. grow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, the things that I was doing 10 years ago, I'm not doing today. Sure, um, sure. I'm doing a lot of different things, you know, but it's, it's You just neat. recorded an album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But still. <laughs> so. Well, you just recorded your second album. Yeah. How was this? Uh, I keep saying album. It's neat. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's, you it's know, music. You recorded, <laughs> yeah. you recorded a record. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A vinyl. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure. Certainly. Um, but you recorded your second one and your right. second one with Ben, what was, um, not to put you on the spot, but like, mm-hmm. what was this, what was your second time around? Like, uh, compared to your first one? Um, so my first EP was my first like recording studio yeah, that was your first, atmosphere. Yeah, like right, I'd sure. never done it before. I'd done like YouTube videos right, and totally. singing in church and stuff. Like, um, it, like I'm sure a lot of other yeah, people listening, singing in the shower, singing in the car. Like <laughs> I already, I do uh, that. Yeah. I don't even do the YouTube videos, but I do ben, that. I think you have a new person that wants to record. <laughs> I'm in. Bring him on over. Yeah, come no. on. I got to do my first one. No. But go on. I'm so well, right, man. No, I've got, but, a, yeah, I've got a great German disco uh, electronic <laughs> tune that you would fit perfect <laughs> over. I'm in. You're going to have me on the podcast just to say, talk about how my first recording experience. Yeah. No. <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's I'm all done. Good. It's I, funny. I'm done. That was good. Uh, no, I just... Uh, I think my first experience was very vulnerable for me, like uh, as learning it's your uh, first curve time for me. It, yeah. And so the second time coming around was as a little, a little more seasoned. I've been um, on the block before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I've done this before. Yeah, exactly. Right. Now, yeah. Um, there's a little more confidence, I think, in what what songs I wanted to select because I had other written songs I had prepared. And I was like, you know, I want to keep it at three yeah. songs and uh, just kind of sample a little different uh, genres and styles. Um, and approaching that, but um. I think maybe um, what you want out of it too. Exactly. Yeah. Like um, sometimes you don't might not know what you because you don't know what's available the first right, time. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't um, know. And those songs, like I, I was just telling Ben earlier today, I was like, these songs are somewhat different from the last one. So it's it's kind of neat to watch the the differences unfold. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the songs that we went to the studio with, I had a concrete idea of what I wanted it to be. But other ones, I was like, let's just create. Let's let's sure. let's uh, the get, first uh, one. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah, one. Let's get creative. Um, it was great. So yeah, that song it was. It turned out really. It? Yeah, it turned out really great. I was really happy with that. So it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of interested to see what people's reaction will be. But it'll, I think it, at the end of the day, it'll be great because I mean that's what music's about. It's about creating and just. Uh, I think the biggest <laughs> thing that speaks to me as an artist is when people relate to it, and I, that's that kind of is my goal, is to create that community atmosphere um, with through music. But right. if somebody doesn't like my music, I don't get offended. I'm just like sure. okay. Yeah, there's plenty of other artists out there, but it's the fact that when you take that step of, if you want to call it step of faith sure. in what you're doing, you could be inspiring someone else to uh, chase their dreams. So Right. And if people neat. don't like it, then, exactly, you know, yeah. like, and, and like, that's this, same, this like, album's crap. Yeah, yeah like, sure. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, but Who I think, recorded you. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, but I, I mean, that is the risk that I take on like exactly, every time, yeah. you know, yeah, sure. Like, there, there's a saying in the audio community, like the the latest project that you work on it has to be your best it like doesn't matter what it is because sure. that's what people remember yeah right. doesn't yeah, matter yeah. that last album you recorded what have you metallica done for me yeah it doesn't matter like yeah, i didn't record metallica just no, just yeah. saying but like <laughs> Lars i'm giving the, the boys ex- yeah, yeah. yeah i'm just giving the example like even if you recorded metallica and it was amazing and they sold 13 million million albums um 
then the next band you do, it's crap. That's what people remember. They remember the last thing that you did. Well, couldn't you live off of like Nevermind or like In Utero? Like, couldn't you live off of like, oh, that's the guy that did Nevermind? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, maybe in the nineties. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes that does happen in the audio world, and you know. But I guess the the scene's different than what it was. Yeah, I but like, you, you don't ever want to base a career or like your reputation off of that. Like, oh, yeah, I, I had I a one hit wonder. Sure, and, sure. You know, like you. You want that to be like, oh, that's just the fruit of all my labor. Like right, I do this right. with every band. This is just the one that blew up. Like right. you don't want that to be like, sure. in spite of you, this band got successful. <laughs> yeah. like, you never want yeah, right. that to be like right. the, the scenario. Um, just a comment about like uh, this weekend with Zach. Like I think, I think at least the way I remember it was two years ago when you recorded the mm, last my time. My first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think this time around, I noticed like uh, the the biggest things that I noticed are in both me and you, like you talked about, like more confident and like mm -hmm. how we're going about things. I felt like we were so much more efficient as far as like yeah. knowing what we wanted to do, know what, knowing right. what was working, know what wasn't working, knowing how much time we had and how to, because I remember it's hard to remember that part. Yeah, two years ago, a yeah. lot happens in two years. Yeah, a lot happens in two years, but I felt a lot of pressure to finish up everything. Yeah. Like, but this time around, I felt like we finished up pretty early or, or we got the important things out of the way. Yeah. And so it was just a lot more chill. And, and so that, that was just cool to experience that and see like how we both grown in that definitely. way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It was good. What, um, what'd you learn from the first to the second one? In the first to the second one. Um, uh, do your homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, come prepared. I think being prepared, uh, definitely, definitely helps you out. Um, uh, and being actually being patient to change. Yeah. So sometimes you come in with an idea and then, um, I know Ben a few times would challenge me with something. Sure, sure. And so with the thought of, Hey, why not try this? So, um, because you can almost become possessive of what you've created yeah. on your own. And then when you come into studio, hold on you, you hold on to it and you don't want to let it go. And it's like, oh, this is mine. Yeah. And I'm going to hold on to it. No, it's 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 good to have that conversation and be like open to new ideas and to things that are going to stretch you. Because in the moment, you don't want to be stretched. Yeah. But when... You're just you, thinking about but, recording. Yeah, but six months That's down the road when the CD's finally complete and you hear all those extra stretching parts in the song, you're like, oh, wow, that's why I did that. That sounds amazing. Like, Because you sometimes you, you get so tunnel visioned in your own vision, which it's not wrong to have a vision sure, sure. in what you're creating, but you get so... You get so tunnel visioned, I guess. Yeah, you're so word. close to it. Yeah, you're so close to it that you I'm adopt ready, it and yeah. it's yours and you hold on to it like you're... It's like, like you, like it's your only life. But then when you let sure. it go, I believe that's that's a that's a very vital process of the whole recording, or what, whatever you're doing in life, whether it's writing a book or uh, moving to a new state or yeah. getting a new job. Like that's the part of of letting go and just um, kind of trusting in <laughs> in your future and uh, putting it in someone else's hands to to produce that and to master it. So. And, and I'll echo that and say that like you've done a great job at that. And, and I think for maybe any artists out there that are listening, like it's, it's even more than just having somebody to challenge you to maybe make an idea better. But the advantage of having somebody else record you is that when you're the person performing, you can just focus on the performance and kind of getting lost in yeah. the moment. Mm -hmm. And, being able to rely on somebody else that you can trust that will tell you, 
that take was good. That take wasn't as good. Right. Try this thing. Frees you up to not have to think about so many things because it's impossible. Right. It's impossible to think about <clears throat> everything or all those things right. at one time. Like you, your brain can only go and concentrate on so many <laughs> things in the moment. So it's just, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's, it's cool to be able to like, to work with you and so you can just sit back and relax and sure. all I have to do is worry about singing or playing my guitar. I know that Ben will tell me if it's good enough or not. And right. I you're just, trusting the person you work with. Exactly. Right. I that's, mean, where you, it comes. that's why you did it. You know, that's why you chose that producer because you trust yeah. him and you trust yeah. his opinion and whoever, you know, whoever it mm-hmm. may be, how important is it to, to stretch yourself, not even in music, but just to stretch yourself and, and grow, you know, just to create that growth. And, you know, and the fact that sometimes when you're thrown in the fire that, um, that might produce the best results. And you're thinking like, oh man, like you look back on, you're like, oh, maybe that wasn't so bad. Yeah. I, you know, is that <laughs> like you're like, you're, it, everything is, you know, like you're on fire for one second, but it, you know, but then you turn on, you look at it, you're like, you know, you look at it as a good experience. How important is that kind of stretching and growth? Uh, in the long run, I think it's very important. Um, yeah. It's, it's probably not whenever you're going through it. No, no, it's not. It's, yeah. it's, it can be painful. It can be, uh, it can be frustrating. Um, Think about life, though, just in general, everything that we experience um, from being a kid to teenager to college age to an adult. Like, yeah, there's yeah. so many things that you face. Um, I would say the stretching part is is definitely part of life. and You have to learn to cope with it, but also you learn how to grow in it in the middle of that. Um, <laughs> I heard a recent, recently a funny analogy. Someone said your life is kind of like a, a river. If it's stagnant, it attracts a lot of mosquitoes and nobody yeah, likes yeah. mosquitoes. <laughs> no, yeah, nobody likes mosquitoes. So like if you're, if yeah, you're, yeah. if you're constantly challenging yourself, you're actually in a good spot. And sure. if you fail, you're still in a good spot because you tried. Sure. And so through those tough times, take that opportunity and reverse it. Um, we, we all face things that are beyond our control. I'm not speaking that I'm speaking of things that we definitely sure. have control of. Um, of our future and stuff. So it's, it's interesting to watch that kind of, um, grow, um, yeah. and see where that, that takes us in, in our lives. But, um, that's the biggest thing I, I would say as far as stretching, yeah, it's yeah. important. It's, it's part of your growth. You sure. Know? Yeah. So what, uh, how long have you been, I guess what got you into music? How long have you been, oh, uh, man. you know, just, just all, instruments yeah. how long you know i guess what where um you know let's, let's take a trip back into you know let's Old take, a trip, in memory. Let's take yes. a trip in the delorean yeah uh, it's the delorean uh, uh, I, I don't even know if i know this <laughs> no I'm, yeah i guess yeah. what instruments how yeah i guess so where, where did it all I, begin i grew up uh, my dad's a pastor actually in, he's uh, awesome uh, over in uh carlisle pennsylvania let's um, go mountaineers yeah <laughs> He's an old Mountaineer fan. I had to get it in. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was going to say we are Penn State, but... Uh, I'm don't know cool you, with that. Yeah, you cool with that? Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm all right with it. There's only um, one that I'm not, and I'm not going to say. Yeah. Go so, on. Uh, <laughs> I grew up uh, not really playing a lot of music t- until I was about 12. Yeah. Um, I got Is a guitar. Is that kind of where it all started, yeah, like got, 12? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I grew up in church and stuff sure, like that, sure. but uh, I was always around music, but I never really had a passion for it. Um, yeah. I was probably about nine or 10. I got a guitar given to me. Played it, strummed around the this? house. Yeah, what, what is, is this? this? Yeah. I just thought what? it was kind of cool and was like, oh, that's a gift someone gave to me. So acoustic, I, electric? Acoustic, okay, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just would strum it around, play goofy chords, and then I realized... Oh, pulled, you it could, by the, yeah. he pulled it by the strings. <laughs> no, yeah, just, no. It would, and it was, totally, it was totally out of tune. I didn't have any ear for like music back then, so no, I, I didn't really yeah. 
pay attention to that. So I started playing. I don't have to do anything to these knobs up top. Yeah. <laughs> Go They're just for show. Funny yeah. Knobs, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're very shiny. Putting these things up there. <laughs> um, I picked it up and I put it back down for a yeah. while because I was like, this hurts my hands. This is stupid. Sure. I'm not doing this. And then my hands were small. I still feel that yeah. way about guitar. <laughs> <laughs> this is so painful. That's why I play drums. Stretching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stretching. Of stretching. course. That's going to be the word of the night. <laughs> we Guitar and I fight. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> so I started, uh, I went back into it. Um, I picked it up back when I was about 13. Okay. And what I, made you pick it up? Um, I think probably learning my first worship song, to be okay. honest. Yeah, it was, was kind of cool. It was Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we we played that. Hey, I'm, we yeah. played that at our orchard. And I, I was, once I got that done, um, I think also what a great inspiration was was other musicians and watching them enjoying the entertainment side and, and watching them enjoy being on a platform and yeah. communicating music to people and so that was kind of maybe a, a does that make you want to pick it up again yeah it did, yeah in a sense i would love to like travel and play music someday um so i started about 12 and then i started really getting into it and i'd learn one song and i'd be like all right i learned that one i'm yeah, learning yeah. another and i really didn't even know chords so you're just learning the songs five years six figuring years out stuff. yeah mm-hmm. yeah fig- figuring out stuff about six years down the road i was self-taught yeah so right i play in church quite often that's pretty much where i kind of uh, uh, cut my teeth on sure, a lot of sure. guitar playing and stuff. So kind of bloomed from there. And then I've uh, just kind of pursued the solo kind of career. And I also have some other friends that play music as well. And I've joined them as well um, in a band called Remix Worship. So right, we've right. been playing together for about four years. And so um, it's been it's been awesome watching it unfold. Um, yeah, that was kind of the start of everything. Um, yeah. Within, I would say, probably the past four or, four, four or five years, I started writing and I figured, man, this is a great way to connect more than just the, the, cause I believe music itself can speak to people sure. if it's instrumental, but also it carries a double effect when you have words to yeah, add right. to that because that's your, people are connecting and that's kind of what I said earlier. Sure. I always come back for full circle sometimes <laughs> on some points. It, that's how people are connected. Like we function because we're inspired by someone else or we're right. inspired by creation. We're inspired by uh, the things that we're passionate about. Makes so, you kind of want to yeah, do it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's kind of like, like picking up a guitar. Right, right exactly. Guitar. Yeah, sure. Um, a funny story about uh, when I first started playing, my mom, she was always a good inspiration. Um, she plays the organ at church. and uh, That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I picked up a guitar when I started really pursuing it. I was probably about, I want to say 17. And she, the one day she called for me and I was like, I'm in the bathroom. She's like, what? Yeah. And you're playing guitar? And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm playing guitar on the toilet. Yeah, and right. I was in the middle of finding a great tune and rhythm and melody right, right. that I didn't want to put it down, but I had to go to the bathroom at the sure, same sure. time. But I and, think it, and then she's like, that's the point when I knew that he loved music and yeah. guitar was going to be his thing and music in general. So it's kind of and funny. And what else can you say about, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like you, you're, you know, it, it just speaks to, um, yeah, just loving music and loving, you oh, know, yeah. and, and, you know, so much that you take it in the bathroom, which is incredible. Like it's, Oh, I love it. It was, um, <laughs> And I'm sure there's at least one person listening. It's like, Oh yeah, I've done that before. And yeah. I did wash my hands after That's I played. Right. <laughs> yeah. Didn't but want no, a dirty guitar. But no, but know it, somebody it, was concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> no one plays ass guitar. That's right. You don't know where it's been. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to play your guitar this week. <laughs> hey, can I, can I use your, uh, yeah, I'm not going to use your guitar. You know, he writes songs on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrote my first song on the toilet. It was heavy. 
I got nothing. <laughs> I got That's nothing. incredible. That's good. No, no, but that was that was that was pretty much the start, um, the history of it all. But um, it's neat to just watch it. Um, my greatest joy as a musician is watching how it affects other people's lives, and yeah, that's that's why I do it. I don't. I could quit music tomorrow and and still be happy, but it would take a part of me that I know I can't replace with anything else. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, what what's it like? I guess it, so. You not only play Sunday mornings on your worship team, but you also play, like you said, remix worship. What, oh, yeah. what is is that? Well, how long? You said two years. For remix yeah, worship, about four years. About four years. Yeah, it's closer to four. Again, I'm not good at math. No, it's all good. It's uh, all good. Two years. I'm horrible with numbers and yeah, names see, and stuff. So right, it's all words. Good. Right, absolutely. <laughs> um, what is that like? You know, playing, uh, playing. I mean, obviously, you know, playing Sunday mornings on a worship set. But then, in addition to playing, I mean, you know, in addition to to doing it outside of, uh, you know, outside of church too on Sunday Definitely. mornings. Um, it it all depends on. I feel like sometimes the venue, but uh, most of the majority of times that. We get an opportunity. We get to play at um, different youth camps, sure. different places, other churches that have might have a worship night. <clears throat> it's it's really interesting. Like um, I kind of still go with the same expectation as I do with my home church, sure, because the body of Christ is everywhere you go. It's not just contained to one building. Um, we are the body of, of Christ um, as musicians. Um, and following after that, um, when I play with the guys, it's it's neat to watch that unfold. Um, is uh, there's about three members um, in our band, so um, it's it's neat to see uh, the camaraderie, the difference between playing at church. It's 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 neat. Like we get to like travel, we get to do a lot of fun things and just uh, things we wouldn't normally wouldn't do. Some of the guys in the band are now married, so right. that time that we could dedicate when we were 18, 19, 21 is a lot different now because they're they're married and then time is just like it's priorities. women and no, yeah, women, women take over as my wife's in the other room yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can't hear me I just, yeah i just she, saw the whip crack. yeah I, I, <laughs> she, she just told me she heard me that's right yeah. but the, the whole difference i was saying that's... good things just don't listen to the podcast yeah uh, no. <laughs> go on uh the, those, those two things <laughs> She's like the best um thinking about the difference between that and church and the band um I, to be honest, I really don't see that much of a difference sure. just being with other people. Um, when you get around, I feel like when you get other around musicians who are same heart, same mind, you you kind of connect in a, in a unique way that's just kind of generic. And so um, I think uh, when you have the same goal as a band and the same heart, it's not hard to just be yourself in a sense. Mm-hmm. Are they on the worship team too? To- I'm sorry. I yeah. just scra- no, yeah. are they, are they yeah. on your worship team too? No, they're not. They actually serve in their own churches actually. Okay. The, other, the other guy in our band, uh, he's actually a worship leader as well. Because I, I think it's, I don't know, just coming from experience, I think it's easy to do a, you know, a side project among people, you know, Hey, there's a youth night coming up. Hey, there's um, yeah. a service. Like, I think it's a little bit easier to do it when it's members that you're playing with already, but it's not members you're playing with. I guess, can you explain the challenge? Like you're doing worship, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and a challenge in itself. I mean, worship is, you know, that you're being stretch air with is, which is awesome. But at the same time, like there's um, expectation and work involved mm-hmm. in it, but at the same time, there's expectation and work involved in what you're doing outside of it's, like, it's not, the same people you're playing with yeah, you know definitely. what i'm saying like it's um there's another yeah go on if you can kind of touch on that yeah um i think for the expectation as far as 
I mean, it's all the same. Yeah, the it is, in the same, in a same but sense. just um, but playing. I guess playing with different people. It's not like you. It's with, not like yeah. It's not like you birth this outside of your worship right, team. Right, right. definitely. Um, playing with other people um, outside of um, kind of creating that relationship has uh, been interesting. Um, uh, we kind of met in a unique way. Um, it was kind of our, the one guy that we play with. Um, he uh, was actually in college, and I was attending uh, Assemblies of God Church in Camp Hill. And we met there, and then we parted ways. And then I started playing some music, and I would post like YouTube channel I've seen little videos. Of, I've and, seen some of the stuff yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, it's been awesome. And yeah. I would just do that. And then he called me up one night and said, "Hey, man, you remember me?" And, and we ended up talking for right, right. a couple hours, and then just decided we wanted to start doing some music together, coming over and jamming at the house. Sure, um, sure. So that's kind of how generically that started. But um, um, for them, um, I, since I've known it, it's, it's kind of easy. Um, like I said, when you have the same heart and goal, right? it's easy to to do worship. And um, I always I was telling Ben this yesterday. It's uh, Worship should be simple. Sure. I don't think it should be complicated because when it becomes complicated, it uh, distorts the value of what it is. Sure. Um, and that, that approach. But, um, yeah, it's, it's neat to watch that aspect and then when i get home to my own home church and then i have to lead people there yeah yeah um i don't see them as often as i do some of my band members so there's a rotation of teams right right so being the worship leader you get different people but um that's the same i carry that same kind of goal is keep simple worship or keep worship simple (laughs) yeah yeah and and trust in in your craft and know that god's inspired you to give you a talent and it's neat to watch sure other people grow as well um it gives me an opportunity as a leader to stretch them as well um, to see what uh, what gifts they have other than just uh, maybe singing. Maybe they could play sure. the piano. Maybe they could do other things. So right, right. Um, creating those relationships, is, is it's awesome. Um, I'm a pretty laid back guy. So You're great. Yeah, I, no, absolutely. I, I, love, I, love, I love absorbing different atmospheres and just being around people. I sure. think you learn a lot when you're quiet and you listen right. to people. And That's a it's, proverb. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, when you just kind of adjust to you don't have to necessarily change yourself but you could be at the mall you could be at a bar you could be at a, a church you could be anywhere and still talk to people and sure. that's the biggest thing where people need to connect is when you sit down and talk and spend time so, and they might need it yeah. it like doesn't matter podcast. where you're at yeah or this podcast <laughs> yeah. um mm-hmm. what's it, you said that you first connected with um, your other your other bandmate mm-hmm. through YouTube and what you were playing um can you speak to just I mean, you were just, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were just released. You were playing music, playing yeah, stuff yeah, that you I was had. Yeah, like playing my room. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so like a live you're, feed from You're Facebook. playing in your room. Yeah. And, and I, and Ben and I have talked about this too. Like, I write these stories, you know, for my paper, for the Associated mm. Press, like whoever. And like, I don't know who's reading this stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I send it out and like the AP is covered, but like, I don't know where this stuff is going. Right. And, uh, and I always say, like, if you if you never want to know where it's going, just misspell a word. And, yeah. and, and you'll hear about it. You know, Typo. <laughs> right. Misspell someone's name. Yeah. You'll hear about it, which is which is an absolute no, no. But I, but I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like you were in your room. You were just making you don't know who this is going out to. And it turns out that somebody's watching in there. I, I guess what can you say to, to somebody who's doing that? You know, I guess playing in your, you know, and you have no idea that that person over there and you're and, and then you, you know, that person over there is listening and then they. Right. Call you and then you start a worship band four years later. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Stuff, yeah. like you, you, um, know, you don't know who this is going out to. I think and uh, it turned into and it turned into what you're going, what you're doing right now. Right. I think media 
has definitely changed in the past 10 years when right. I first started playing to what it is now. It's like connection. Yeah, that yeah. connection. You have like Twitter, Facebook, uh, so so many social media outlets sure. that allow you to express your opinions and your platforms, whether it's through music or through politics or whatever you whatever you want to talk about. Not um, I think. Go on. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> Don't I'm hit sorry. that one. No, no, no. Political music. <laughs> Political music. I love it. I was a genre. We should create a new genre. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about politics. Go um, on. I'm sorry. Speak for yourself. Man. <laughs> I love it. Um, I I'm going to have an offshoot podcast. I knew, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Go on. I'm sorry. No. I, no. You just said listening, and I'm not listening. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? Uh, about media, the, the, pow- the power of media and oh, any, okay, any, yeah. anything you want to talk about. If somebody about. wants to inspire to, sure. to aspire to start that, um, um, and how, and how you kind of, you, yeah. how you were connected through I feel your first. When you're genuine and you just kind of want to, I know like with media, you're taking a risk. It's almost like when you share your vision or goal of, of a song sure. and you take that risk. I think, uh, when you get to you're the point where you, out there, yeah. yeah, you're putting it out there for the world to see, like, sure. Um, I think you have to get to the point where you just don't care what people's opinions are, but yeah. in a sense you do. Cause we're, I mean, as human beings, we are kind of built that way. Sure. We, we do reflect on people's opinions about us. You do to a, a degree. you've yeah. got to you've gotta over, overcome that obstacle of rejection. Yeah. It's going to be around. Um, and I think that's for anybody that aspires to do that. That's, that's awesome. I say, go for it. Definitely. If you're music producer, if you're a songwriter, if yeah. you're a spoken word person that loves to do that kind of stuff, whatever your thing is, go for it. Um, you never know what, what, what you could affect or whose life you could affect. Sure. And so, um, like that night that I was doing that was something I normally would do, but it's interesting to see how it affects people. Um, right. Cause anything about you made a what, band out of it. <laughs> yeah. Anything about like right, right. What Facebook live is like, okay, you're, you're getting viewed by people that may know you or may not. Sure. Sure. But you only see comments by people that leave comments. Mm-hmm. What about all those other hundreds of people that didn't say anything? What sure. are they thinking? And Absolutely. so it's just it's just something that kind of you think about when you're doing those things. It's it's neat to it's neat to watch. You and don't like, ever hear about it, yeah. yeah exactly. And yeah. so I, I believe to be honest, take it a step further in your own life when you're not on Facebook Live, when your own life when you're just going to the gas station, yeah, going right. shopping. How many people watch your life and sure. they observe who you are and what you're like? They might have Weird opinions about you, but we're all kind of weird, you Look know. Look how this guy pumps gas. Yeah. That's, Look at this jerk. That's why. That's why I never engage in road yeah. rage. On my, on my way to church Sunday morning, bends out the door before you can say a word. I do. I do think about that. I've been. I've been close to. Well, th- thank God, at least that I know of. I haven't Uh-oh. done something that I've regretted, but. Like I've been in some road rage situations where people have really ticked me off, and then you see that like you're an Uber driver too. Oh, they cut. Uh, well, yeah, it makes it worse. And all oh, that person cut me off, and they were heading to church. Yeah. I'm so like that would have been so awkward. Like uh, had I, I just done something. Them into the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, no, yeah. So you flash. I don't know. You just don't know. Somebody that's going real slow in front of you. <laughs> it's your pastor. Frank wouldn't care. No, no, no Frank, he Frank would give you the. No. I feel like I feel I don't know. I, I we'll leave that one alone. Anyways, love you, Pastor Frank. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that goes back to what you said earlier, as far as um, you know, if you're th- if you're throwing your uh, whatever it is that you're being creative about out into the world, 
I think you can handle that rejection if you're surrounded by a community that believes in you. And the more that you have that, the more you have uh, that safety net to throw things out. And I think it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, I think at a certain point, if like you have your circle of people that believe in you, like you can throw, you can get 100% rejection. And yeah, that (laughs) really sucks. But like at least at the end of the day, you know that you have people that you trust that believe in you. Mm. Do Uh, it again. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get 100% do it again and see if something else sticks. It only I th- takes I think one. That's, I think that's way harder if like you're an island sure. and you don't have any right. of that. So that uh, yeah. immediately you're going to be discouraged from doing any or of that stuff. Or afraid because you don't know if you have that support coming back. How do you do, uh, absolutely. How do, you do it if you are an island? Those people that might be, you know, I mean, mm. I... Like people that are kind of introverts or yeah. just kind of people that... Like really introverted, you know, if you... Because I, mm. I think it's a great point because, um, you know, you have great support. Ben has great support. I have great support. Like we have great support. How do you do it if you don't? have great well, support I think and you're still throwing that out that, there how that do you is, be vulnerable that is a great question because I think in some ways I mean I am an introvert so for me to be creative like I need to be alone but yeah so like I, I like to spend a lot of time by myself when I'm being creative so I sure. can just have that isolation and and time in my own head to think through like thoughts or create things set but, things like, up kind of Exactly. Yeah. Set things up. But like you, you have to like reach out beyond that. Mm-hmm. You have to reach out to other people. So especially if you want to make an impact. Right. Yeah. And I think that goes back to even our first comment about like stretching yourself. Sure. Like what's comfortable for me is being alone and, and right in that space where like I can be in control of everything I'm creating. But sometimes at the end of the day, like I even like mentioned to Zach, this is just an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just wrote a song. That was that one I was showing you earlier. And I was like, man, I I haven't been able to think of vocals to go here. Uh, You know, we should really collaborate on that song. Like that, that's an example of like stretching out beyond yourself. Sure. Sure. Why? I mean, yeah, you could do everything yourself. Like eventually if I work hard enough and long enough, I'll come up with those vocals. You know, and 10 years later, I'll release that song. But, yeah. but, <laughs> Remember that song we released whenever right. I did? My, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, some people are gifted to be able to do everything by themselves. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, is it really worth proving to everybody? Hey, I did this all on my own. Like, sure. I think there, there's something so much greater that comes from, like, building that community and, and sharing ideas and... So what if like you have to give up some of your own glory? I think the final product is always going to be better if you can learn to like collaborate and and work something together. You the, would think, right? The whole is yeah. always greater than the sum of its parts, I feel like. Sure. I think also being surrounded by other people keeps you accountable as well. Yeah. Um because when you surround yourself with people that care about you, they're concerned of what you're doing, you know, like I feel like that that's that's a big that's a very large part of people's health whether it's mental or just yeah you might not be a people person but you still need to have people that you can talk to when you want to talk yeah that makes sense a sounding board yeah because a lot of times people they might not be a people person they might want to be secluded or do their own thing but at the same time i have a good 
I have a great example of this. It's whenever I have guests over or my girlfriend wants to come over, it makes me want to clean the house. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, yeah, sure. <laughs> Bend your house around. Yeah. It'll get together. No. So I have that accountability in my life. Right. So yeah. thanks yeah. for scheduling you're, time with you're your welcome, studio. Man. You're welcome. <laughs> it, looks, yeah, it looks very nice now. It smells yeah. minty yeah. fresh. Yeah. yeah no, it's you're welcome. Thank, yeah. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. 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 Be my accountability. Nice. The fridge so was packed full. We ate it all. <laughs> so if you come over, there's nothing left yeah, in the yeah. fridge. Yeah. If you come over, yeah, I'm expected and Ben doesn't know you're coming over. Yeah. <laughs> you better bring right, a lunch yeah. bag. No. We got pizza and chips now. Yeah, we do. Thank you. Yes, yeah, you're good yes, now. See. Guys, appreciate that. How'd you meet Ben? How did I meet that's Ben? Great. Ooh, that's going way back let's, now. <laughs> uh, let's, go, let's go way back. Let's well, go way I, back. I know where it was. You might have to fill in some of the gaps. Yeah. Uh-oh. It was at Uprise. Absolutely. Up, I forget what year. That was like four years ago. It would have to be 15 if that's the case. the first year that we did it. The first yeah. year it was yep. 15. That was before your album came out, right? It was. It was because your album came out in sixteen. Yeah. So you played because my wife saw you. I I would have went to that show, but I had a hockey game that day. It was oh, the playoffs. Yeah. But my wife went because I think she won tickets and went with her friends. Uh, so she was there. And when did you when did you do that interview with me? Was that after that sixteen? It was right. It was right after your album came out. It was right oh. before you went on your first tour. Okay. It was you went on tour in April, and we talked in like. February or March. The interesting that thing time. is, I mean, me and you and Zach mm-hmm. and I both became friends around the same time. Yeah. Essentially. That's crazy. That is kind of crazy. <laughs> and now Busy here, year. <laughs> I, yeah. Here episode number 60. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think what else. I, so I, I don't even remember it, to be honest. Tom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, he was the He's, first one that I met somehow, I think, on that's Facebook true. or something. So it was like Uprise 15. So that, yeah. Okay, that's, tr- that's did true. Did you meet at Uprise or did you meet before that? No, no, because that was the weird thing to me, and maybe you can fill this in because Tom is just funny as far as it oh, goes. He's word, not yeah. he's not the he's not the greatest at explaining in the moment. Because we awesome. got we got to uprise and he's yeah. like, Oh my buddy Zach, I think maybe he was trying to get you passes or something. Okay. Uh yeah, or something, or talk to somebody because you I, were, had you started mixing and doing production stuff like that? I had well, you didn't have that, your studio. You, I didn't have the studio yet, but I had started yeah. dabbling. I think he was trying to plug in to say, here's an, another local musician to say, look, oh, okay. to start recording. And yeah. I think that's how we connected. And then we connected also just on some other uh, levels. Well, the, of just, the funny thing about Tom was he was saying, oh, my friend Zach, oh, how did you, you know, where yeah, did yeah. you meet this yeah. guy like up here? Because Tom's from Virginia. Yeah, right. right totally. Right. And like, oh, like on Facebook, and I was like, "What? Like, what yeah, is this yeah. deal here? Like, I so how did that whole, happen? I, I have no idea how it all connected. I have, I have a short term memory loss. Well, you now. Got, I know no. you guys at that point were playing um, the one-offs for the weekend, like Jacksonville and, and Alabama, I, and like I'd that. Have to I don't. Ask Tom. I mean, I'm, time, just, yeah. I'm just trying to trigger you guys. I don't know, but I know that you got, you guys played the um, the the console energy show, which is PPG. You played mm-hmm. that the Festival of Hope. Yes. I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to be a bridge the gap, but I, I know that you guys were yeah. doing the before that. Well, it was definitely at Uprise. Yeah. Okay. And Tom might have introduced me to you. Exactly. There. That's yeah. how I'm I went down. To how like, you met Tom. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm it was just, pretty so much. It was Facebook. Um, okay. I want to say I had posted maybe something on on Facebook Live yeah, or a yeah. video or of me worshiping something like that. And okay. Then we found out that we had other mutual friends that were yeah, other yeah. musicians, mm. and I think that might have been how it started. Okay. Because I sense. really, to be honest, I don't even remember how I started talking to him. Um, yeah. Maybe been been through a comment and be like, great song. Or sure, like, I sure. don't know, something small like that. And then we just kind of started talking. And then, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy how that unfolds. That is, like, yeah. 
uh, I wish my memory was better. <laughs> I could remember that. I guess, but. yeah. And I don't know if this will be like, how did it go at Uprise? You know, in, in 15, yeah. Well, you know, you started talking and we just connected on like a lot of, of levels of just uh, like in different music and mm-hmm. some sure. music being homeschooled is yeah, yeah. one of the things. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So there was, there was a lot of uh, things that we just kind of ta- started talking and just spent the day together. And then we sure. went backstage and watched some of the neat bands. It was, it was an awesome year. It was a good year. It was a good year. And then Switchfoot like, was sure. on that year. Oh, I think they? it was. It was Switchfoot was yeah. on that year. And I Relat- wasn't there. My wife was there. But Switchfoot like, and Reliant K were there. You're right. Year. I, I did. Yeah. I think that was the first time I saw Reliant K yeah. live. I went to go check out their set. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. cool because they've been a favorite band of mine for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's how that got connected. And then we just kind of kept in uh, contact with phone calls and just talking about music and just recording and stuff. Now that he's got his Dreamlog. Sure, sure. Live studios. Dreamlog Studio. Yeah. Yeah, man. Which is, which is what this podcast is pretty much named after. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 I don't want to say pretty much. Yeah. It's like not even pretty much. It's like fully named. Uh, <laughs> you know, the only difference is podcast and studio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all you know. It's all related. It's all um, the same. Yeah, Definitely. Zach was my first customer. Yeah, yeah. I was I was the guinea pig, <laughs> <laughs> and I squealed. <laughs> No, it worked no, out it good. Was, it, it was a great time. I go yeah. back to my first question. What was the difference between the first recording and the second? No. Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, first, it's all. Yeah, I it's wasn't all, the guinea pig. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, all no. just, it's all just an infinite loop. It, yeah. Well, it is really cool to <laughs> just see how like. So much you grow since then. How we've grown. And I'm still excited to see like how this session is going to turn out because the yeah. recording's done. But like. That sounds still, awesome. There's still more production to add in Definitely. the mixing. And, you know. My biggest thing is like. For me, since it was my first time, I didn't know what the reaction was going to be once I released the music to the public. I think that's the, like we were talking about earlier, yeah, right. letting go. And I think that's the biggest thing that I was in shock of, like putting it out there, putting it out there yeah. and then realizing how much it affected people's lives. Like I had people come up to me and say, man, your song really inspires me. There was a uh, one couple that uh, mm-hmm. had talked and said we, uh, they were going through a miscarriage in their, sure. in their relationship, in their marriage. And they talked about how the song "Remind Me" inspired them and kept them going on. I was like, "Who? Who am I? I'm sure, just sure. I'm nobody." I, that song, if anything, when I wrote that, was a song about myself and just I was going through a depressive time at sure. that time in my life, and I realized that I needed to serve to find myself, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times we miss that aspect of all about me, me, me. Yeah, right. When the my true, problems, yeah, sure, when sure. The true blessing is when we find. The real us, it's when we let go of what what we think is valuable and trade it in for serving. Because when you serve, it stretches you, number one. Right, right. It teaches you how to, to be a good giver and give generously. And when you do that, I feel like when you invest into other people's lives, whether it's through music or books, you're not doing it just for yourself. You're doing it to see your community encouraged. And when it becomes that, it makes giving fun. Sure. Like, it makes it fun. I don't know. What, that thought. What did you learn the most from your your first album? Your first, you know, I, I guess when when you did when it was released mm. to the world. I uh, learned that <laughs> I need to sing on key more often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a horrible singer. No, no that's no. not true at all. That no, is not I, true. I just I learned I learned the importance of the musicianship side of it. I learned that once it was released that people did support me. And I was amazed sure. by that. Like, yeah, yeah. cause I come from a small community. I'm not, I'm not anything crazy. Like I come from a small family and just, uh, 
yeah, it was neat to watch that unfold. And I think that's that was my validation in a sense in the music scene is once I released that, yeah. people were like, man, Zach, you're really good. Like, yeah, right. I've been following your music, but like, I'm glad you put this out here because it's something that we can connect to that we know. Oh, I know that guy. Sure, like, sure. And it nothing that that kind of it encourages me, but because um, it's easy to get puffed up and be like, oh yeah, that, yeah, that, right. I did that. I did that. But really I think as a musician, yeah. when you realize that your craft and your work is not for yourself, but the benefit of other people, sure, that really flips the whole reason you do it. And yeah. I feel feel like you get great inspiration through that. Sure. When you take it and you be like, man, I know this isn't for me, but I know it's going to help someone else. Right. And when you're in that position, that's the best feeling in the world. When yeah. someone comes to you and says, man, I was I was going through a rough time. I was going to commit suicide or something like that. And sure, your sure. song inspired me to not do it. Like, like, like whoa, who yeah, am hold, I? Hold like, on. You get to what, that. What, what's that? Because like? I, I know that, um, maybe not, but I've, you know, I've, I've had you know different comments where maybe not like that, but at the same time, like, you're just like, I mean, you want to, and like, you want to, and, and we've had some with this podcast, like, just in the sense where, like, our only goal is to inspire only goal you mm-hmm. want to, but then like whenever you hear it, you're still, you're always blown away by it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you just appreciate it. Like you're not, cause it's not me. To, like I don't, ha- I don't take any of the credit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, what's that like for you when you get that and you are kind of blown away and taken aback and, and like, you know that like, man, I hope I'm inspiring. I hope I'm inspiring. But then like you hear that and you're like, wow, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. What, it kind what's of fuels that? the flame inside sure, of me sure. as far as inspiration and creativity. It lets me know that I'm part of a purpose yeah. and that mm-hmm. I don't need to give up, that I need to keep pressing on no matter how dark my days get. Right. But I need to keep pressing on. For somebody else who exactly. might need what, you know, your music yeah. or I, I think your third song is awesome. I mean, I think they're all great, yeah. but I think, I mean, I just, thank you. you know, I was, yeah. I, I thought it was. It's, it's awesome just to. I don't know. I feel like I'm just a, such a small piece of the in the whole world, um, <laughs> but I, I am somebody, and I believe that's the way that all human beings are. We're not. We're we're created with purpose, no matter how handicapped you might think you are. Um, whether you're listening today or you know, listen a month from now, you've got purpose, and we were created that way. So I just feel like you have to find it, and you have to find people that are going to support that. What's the goal after the second one? What's next? You just recorded this second one. I mean, I know you have a lot to do before yeah. summer, but I guess what's, uh, you know, what, what's next? What's the goals? Maybe, what's the future goals? Definitely. Um, <clears throat> I would say maybe, maybe do a full length album later on, but, um, just to continue to inspire people, um, uh, definitely just take one day at a time. Um, the one song on the newest, this newest EP that we just recorded is called today. And it talks about, that's all we really have is today. We're not promised tomorrow. And uh, the biggest thing that we should strive after is being around and striving for those. It's not wrong to have goals, but have have the capacity to know that today and live it as if it were your mm-hmm. last. Sure. Um, some people live so much to their calendar. They they tie themselves down to their calendar. Can't wait for two weeks from yeah, now. Yeah, can't wait two weeks from now. Can't wait, can't wait for six vacation. months from now. Sure, and those right. things are nice. Right, right. But don't find identity in them because... You're not promised tomorrow. So enjoy today. That that kind of fuels me in a sense. Sure. Like, man, I live live life to the fullest, you know, as each day. Um, as the future for music, um, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I don't have any uh, concrete plans. Yeah, right. Because I, I feel like my life is always changing. There's always things happening, uh, new opportunities. Mm. Yeah. Um, but my definitely one of my goals is just to maybe travel a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Play more coffee shops. I, I love I love that kind of setting where it's just acoustic and sure. in a cajon. And playing yeah, yeah. that, um, you connect with people in a different way. Big stages are fun, but it, 
I love those little intimate moments where you sure. can speak into people's kind of lives. Strip down. And strip down, yeah, and yeah. just kind of just play bare bones your song and just speak to people and get opportunities like this on Dream on a Dream Loud Loud podcast to like mm-hmm. talk to people and express the reason why you write your songs, sure. why you perform your songs and stuff. So Yeah. Just wanted to offer the the great lyricist as I heard you, Billy Corgan. <laughs> Today is the greatest day I've ever known. <laughs> Can't live for tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. much too long. Yeah. No. Um I won't say perfect. the next line, but it's, it's perfect. <laughs> It's perfect, but yeah, but it's uh, but but you're right. I mean, you're spot on, and yeah, I just figured I'd. But no, every everything was incredible. uh, Thank you. Yeah, it was. uh, Yeah, I mean, it's. I can't. I second. You know, I second all of that. It was. Yeah, I was. uh, It was something interesting because Ben was asking me about like what my goal was for this EP and stuff. What what kind of vibe you wanted to give her? Like what, what ideas? My biggest thing going into that was was definitely just to be creative, number one, but to also express the necessity of purpose, like I was just talking about. Sure. To, to know that there there is a reason why we breathe. There is a reason why we were born, because some people are like, man, I don't know why I was born. Yeah, and right. so yeah. I believe that that creation and the things around us speak to us every day. And sometimes like, if we just stop and listen, we can hear that small voice to kind of just reassure us and be like, man, I might not be having the best day today, but... I have hope that there's there's something out there that's there for me, you know. How important is that? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Ahead. No, I, I I guess how important is that hope for? I don't want to say for someone who doesn't have it, but for someone yeah. who, um, you know, I, I guess um, who it's hard to pump the brakes mm-hmm. and it's hard to, um, I guess how important is it is it to you know like they they just think their life's in turmoil, but it really, you know, I think everything you say is, is spot on. Yeah. Um, I think I think all of our lives are in turmoil. Right, whether, whether absolutely. We, whether we uh, agree or disagree, um, I think we all face things mm-hmm. at different levels. Um, some are more severe than others, but um, I think that living and trusting in something bigger than yourself is what really fuels me. Um, that's my biggest thing, and knowing that I'm not doing this on my own. Sure. That uh. Definitely trusting in, in God and what his purpose is. Um, sometimes it's hard to find. Sometimes sure. it, that word gets the purpose, the word purpose gets a little misconstrued and right. tattered up. But I believe that purpose is all around us. Yeah. Like and we just need to kind of tap into that and, and know that that community is out there to support you and what you're doing. So, um, yeah. Finding those people like Ben was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, Yeah interesting to watch that just kind of how it affects people sometimes you don't pay attention to it some people miss it and yeah i think our biggest responsibility is to respond to that purpose so. even if you don't think that supports there yeah you know i mean mm-hmm. yeah i mean just take a take, take a leap of faith see what happens <laughs> sure i like it yeah i agree man well stuff. the music industry definitely has a place for you in it you're one of my favorite vocalists and so i'm always excited to have you Thanks. over here even when i sing like elmo <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you sing like Elmo. <laughs> yeah. That's a hidden track. On yeah, this yeah. <laughs> Be listening for it. Yeah. That so other, that's other um, track. <laughs> let's uh, help people find you before we go for today. So go, go You're check sitting out right the, here. You're sitting to the right yeah, of me. You're sitting to the left of Ben. So go, definitely go check like, out Zach no, Andrews, the Southern Light EP. That's yeah. what we recorded a couple years ago. It's on Spotify, all your major outlets, uh, Apple Music, anything like that. So, uh, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, it's three songs. Um 
that's good on this next one will probably be released probably in the spring sometime so okay. be on the lookout for it absolutely how about uh, you know any like facebook website anything you uh, know like in terms of like pages no, and things I had like a facebook that. page you, for yeah, a while like and i just didn't keep up with sure, it and sure. it's still there i'll probably use it as an avenue once i release right, right. this new ep um sure that's a uh, zach andrews music as well too so sure yeah but any other platform spotify and anything? yeah it's spotify apple, apple music, music yeah. um uh what else is out there i don't that's, the, two, that's the two important ones. <laughs> two main ones. Yeah. Yeah. I listen through that's Google Music, need. but Google Music it's has me and two other guys that listen to Google YouTube Music. YouTube has uh, a channel, or there's <laughs> yeah. there's a, music through YouTube. Uh, there's just a lot of different avenues. Um, there's even a place called thing called Bandcamp. I don't really oh, have yeah. any original music on there. But Good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's no, not your favorite one? Well, people... Yeah. Okay, it's good for the artist in the sense that they can release music there without right. a publisher, but I've heard people... Well, this is the audio engineer side okay, of me. Okay. <laughs> people have complained about how bad the the codex is for MP3s. What is they that? Just sound, oh. Well, it's the coding. Oh, the it's, coding. How the, uh, it's how the... How the files get compressed? Yeah, they the sound question. terrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm lost. Yeah, yeah they lost me. No, yeah. that's what I said. Anyway, Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys letting me come today. And just we appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Man. We appreciate you taking I'm, time. I'm officially on the record books. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks, yeah. man. Well, yeah. it's been great, yeah. and uh, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I really am kind of speechless. But no, it was, it was awesome. A lot of great stuff, and um, go back and listen to it again because yeah. it, keep listening to it because there's a lot of great stuff and wisdom in there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think guys. I think the final thing that I want to say is just that you know Zach Zach's really humble about like his abilities on here, but he really is a tremendous vocalist, and what he's doing is just reaching out and following his dreams, just like any of you could be doing right now, and. He reached out to me because he saw that I could help take where he was with his music and stuff and take it to another level. And uh, the difference between where you are and where you want to be is just that one phone call or reaching out to somebody that you already know that's in your life. So I really encourage you guys to do that. If you haven't done it and you're on the cusp of doing that, it could you never know how that just could change your it. life. Yeah, it's, it's totally amazing. Uh, and we all, I think, in this room have that story. In common. Okay. I messaged Definitely. you for a story for the paper. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have gone to the church that we go to right now. Yeah, that's crazy, um, isn't in it? Terms, in, in addition to a gazillion other things, we wouldn't have this podcast. This podcast wouldn't exist. Um, yeah, we definitely wouldn't because we were going to another church at the time. Uh, it is no longer there. We needed another church. Ben was like, hey, how about, you know, and it's been incredible for us, um, you know, wife and and our, our buddies you know is in the other room and we wouldn't have known him through it. i mean yeah but it's just through a message to say and and what i wanted you know was just to spotlight what you were doing you know in terms of going out on tour and the album you released and you were gracious enough to say yeah i mean it's it's just reaching out and take taking that step you know it's following your your gut and following your heart yeah and doing that and you know yeah it, it's been said throughout however long we've been going and and it holds true yeah absolutely so thanks guys for listening and we hope that we've encouraged you to dream loud so go out there have a good week kill it we'll see you next time take care guys